Poetry Says. I'm Alice. This week I want to tell you a little story. This is a story about a found poem in the truest sense of the word. So once a week my little routine here in Melbourne takes me on an hour-long train journey from where I am in the north out to a suburb called Malvern in the east. And there's a very definite change from where I am in the north out to the east and the way that I would describe that is once you get out there there are totally different shops you suddenly feel completely underdressed and it's a kind of suburb where if you need to buy a pair of white slacks you can buy them they are available to you there so while I'm out there um, I usually shout myself some lunch at a cafe it's a little bit of a treat and the other week I was rifling through the magazines at this cafe and I happened to find a copy of Best Australian Poems 2013. This is the anthology put out by Black Ink once a year and this particular edition was edited by Lisa Gorton, who is the poetry editor for Australian Book Review, an amazing poet herself. And yeah, I was rifling through it, looking at the poets who were included that year, remembering that this is one that I happen to have on my shelf at home. And I started to think about what it is about Best Australian Anthologies, or any anthology really. The first anthology that I bought as very beginning poet was the 2007 Black Ink Anthology, and much more than the poems. I was focused on the bios. I was looking at how people describe themselves and where else they had published, scouring through those lists for places that I should be reading. And it was really like a map for me of where I needed to go or where I thought I needed to go at that point. And I think at their best, these anthologies are a bit like a snapshot of the year. They show what was happening who was doing something interesting, who was saying something worth listening to in that particular year. At the same time, though, I think for a lot of people, these anthologies have a quality to them, which is summed up in this line that I've heard Gig Ryan use in a a poem of hers called Post-It, which came out in 2014. And in that poem, she refers to the anthology of Fireside Chats. And I don't think she's having a go at every single anthology when she says that, but I think she's sort of talking about the neatness that an anthology offers and the fact that, you know, because of the sheer nature of the book, some people are in, some people are out. And the interesting thing about the 2013 one, this one edited by Lisa Gordon, is that Lisa seems hyper aware of this particular problem. So in the intro, just a couple of paragraphs in, she starts addressing this problem. She says, an anthology is essentially arbitrary, especially one such as this composed of individual poems. Beyond the vagaries of selection, even its structure is arbitrary. Open it anywhere and you find yourself at a beginning. If the structure of any book makes a not to scale model of time, this anthology offers an experience of time that is now and now and now, instants that replace each other. It has no chronology and no main line. A reader can move through it in any direction at will. 
I hope the experience of reading this anthology will bring into question how far those abstractions, best Australian 2013, exist in fact, and what end they serve as one thinks about the poems collected here. So yeah, I found that really fascinating because as the editor of an anthology, I guess there would be a tendency to kind of defend your choices and say, well, look, I read thousands of poems for this and these are definitely the best, but Lisa seems to be doing the total opposite, um, or at least acknowledging that there is, yeah, all this arbitrariness around the selections that she made. And don't get me wrong, there are some amazing poems in this this particular edition. There always are amazing poems in these anthologies, and that's why we keep buying them. So yeah, they, they become precious to us, I think, as, as established poets, as beginning poets, they're, they're like a map and as I was saying often you do tend to focus more on who the people are in the anthology and what it was that they did to get into that anthology rather than you know the actual work itself and maybe that kind of measuring yourself against people who are seemingly more established is a huge distraction and a huge mistake and it's something that has definitely seduced me many many a time which brings me to the found poem that i was mentioning at the beginning so i'm leafing through this anthology and seeing names of people that i've now met since 2013 which is really amazing and people whose names i now know and whose work i'm a little bit more familiar with and thinking oh this is good you know made it some progress at least this is great and then i get to the last page the blank page right before the back cover at least the page is meant to be blank, but whoever owned this book before it ended up at this White Slacks cafe, or maybe someone who was just sitting there like me, has taken out a pen, written the date, 10th of the 7th, 2014, and just written a little poem in the back. And I was really impressed by this. So this is what the poem says. It has no title, just the date. In the prof's waiting room I sit, scribbling. Four sad-looking gentlemen about my age. One is called in. Mr. Gibson? One, the one with the skull cap, suddenly gets up and walks out after checking his messages. The phones are contraltos here. I am waiting for my summons. So look, it might not be the world's most perfect poem, but I quite like that. And the thing I like most about it is the fact that someone's just taken out their pen and thought, yeah, all right, Best Australian Poems 2013, what about this? I'm just going to put myself into this anthology. And I say that because I've, I've done a little bit of Googling around and I haven't been able to find this poem published anywhere. I don't think this is someone who's memorized someone else's work and written it out. I think this really is a poem that was written on the 10th, 10th of July 2014 and more than that I think I think this is a first draft or or maybe an early draft but there are no scribbles or edits or lines through any of the words it's just been written straight up just like that I'll post a picture of it on the website so you can have a closer look but I just think there are some great lines in here. I particularly like the phones are contraltos here. I'm waiting for my summons. 
a contralto being apparently in classical terms the lowest possible female singing voice. So I like how it seems to be a waiting room that's being described. There are four sad looking gentlemen about my age. Um, so it's kind of this male space. They're waiting for the prof. You know, you kind of, unfortunately, you tend to think of a prof as a male as well. And then the man with the skull cap gets up and walks out after checking his messages, kind of called back by that female voice of the phone. And then the final line, I'm waiting for my summons. I really like that as well because summons you think of as going to court, but this kind of feels like a very final sort of appointment. There's a real sense of dread held in that line, I think. So look, I mean, I could be missing something. Maybe this is a very famous poem that I have no idea about, but yeah, I'll post it on the website. If you have any idea who this person is, um, who's hanging around in Melbourne writing their own poetry into anthologies, then definitely let me know. I would love to hear, but I also I like the idea of it remaining a mystery. I love that kind of thing. I mean, that's why I'm always posting all these pictures of um, paste-ups and weird things that I find when I'm out walking on my website is because that's one of my favorite forms of poetry is kind of like it exists here, only in this space, and there, there's no arbiter between me and you. I'm just putting it out there. And I guess in a way that's the total opposite of the anthologized poem, which has been through many rounds, probably at least two rounds of editor gatekeepers and ends up in this very kind of rarefied air. Yeah, and at the other end of the scale, you've got someone going, okay, I've got a pen going to write myself in here. Now, as I always say, if you have a poem that you would like to share with us, with my growing number of wonderful listeners, then please get in touch at poetrysays.com. If you want to leave me a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. And you can follow me on Twitter as well. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I'll catch you next time.